Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's episode, months, it feels like, of List Wars, where podcasts were ranked things. And this is one of those episodes where me and the girls talk about Taylor Swift. So if that's one that you don't want to listen to, that's okay. That's your right. But uh, it'll be a fun one. We've got a lot of different categories, things about the recent Taylor's version of Red that we're going to talk about. Uh, we will have one more special episode in December for you, but I'm so thrilled today, not tonight, it's weird to be in the day, to have Megan McCormick Hello. With me. Hi, Meg. What's up? Not much, just podcasting with my friends, Meg, oh. and Dr. Liliana Suarez. Wait, doctor. Wait, wait. I'm not a doctor yet, just so that Yeah, but you know. will be soon. Aren't you? You no, are. No, in five months. But I thought that was like a, being a different type of doctor. No. Right now you're, I'm student doctor su- Lily. Okay, student doctor. So you're not DR okay. until you got a re- not, until you're a resident? Not until May 7th. Yeah, no, not until I'm Ooh. a resident, exactly. Okay, that's May fine. 6th. I think May well, 6th. May 6th I become a doctor. For, you know, by the power vested in me as being the owner of this podcast, I will now pronounce you doctor of the show. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I love it. I think that I can perform adequately in that role. Thanks. So thank you. Thank you. Um, cool. So, Meg, uh, you've been here. What else did we did? We did Olivia Rodrigo. We did Taylor mm-hmm. Swift and Bake Off. And yep. Lily, you did the. I'm I'm consciously calling you Lily, not Pia. You did the first Taylor Swift episode with us, where we ranked I was albums. Not invited to the other ones. Oh, well, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> you know, you're too busy saving lives. You're literally um, saving lives. It's okay. Yeah. I don't have a lot of thoughts on Bake Off. I mean, I watch Bake Off, but I don't have a lot of thoughts. And Olivia Rodrigo, I was epically behind, and Meg caught me up. So, yeah. Was, so, good. she did a great job catching us up, too. I feel like, as our resident Zoomer expert slash historian, Meg, um, oh, if she's not frozen right now, could you walk us through the whole you. debacle? Okay, that's good. Of this Taylor Swift re-recording her music, because I know what I tell people and think it's probably right, but I've never actually Googled it. What's the quick explanation of why we're getting new recordings of Taylor Swift's music? Yeah. We, yeah, okay, so... um, If you know it. (laughs) I I mean, I know pieces of it. I obviously don't know, like, all of, like, the little, like, intricate things and whatnot, Um, but... When Taylor Swift signed her first, um, like, recording contract, um, she, and this happens to a lot of artists because you are a product to be marketed rather than a human being that creates art a lot of times in the entertainment yeah. industry. Um, and maybe so a teenager. whoever you sign with, yeah, correct. Um, whoever you sign with, um, usually that record label owns your art like owns your music and so like the copyright on all of the albums that you'll see up until the first up until lover um is not taylor swift it's big machine records because that is who she was um recording with so at some point over the years um because she's been in the entertainment industry for over 15 years now she got smart not that she had not she wasn't before but like realized that this was like super wrong um because she is an artist that wants to own her own stuff she's not a product to be marketed 
Um, and so she became really passionate about that just in general, not even for herself, but for other artists too. Um, and had a big tiff with uh, Scott Borchetta and Scrooge Braun, who both are terrible. Um, and at some point, I don't remember who sold what to who, but at some point, um, she said that she or she left Scooter Braun um, and Scott Borchetta's management and sold her uh, or and they um, threatened to like sell her catalog of music um, to other people. So she um, did a I guess I guess I don't really how do I describe it? Basically, she um, wanted to own her own stuff and was told at some point throughout like her career up until um, reputation that she would be able to buy back her catalog at some point. Um, so that didn't happen. They ended up then her catalog ended up being sold to Shamrock Records. Um, and Luck so she said, Irish. I know. So she Still said, rocks. well, screw you guys. Um, I'm just going to re-record all of my old music and we'll see like what happens from there. So supposedly there's like rumblings in the entertainment industry that Shamrock is pissed at Scott Borchetta and Scooter Braun because they were promised all of this money from her catalog. Um, but now that she's going back and re-recording it, everybody's going to listen to Taylor's version because everybody knows the whole story and supports yeah. her in like her endeavor to keep making these like and keep making art in the way that she wants to rather than being told what to do. So now she's signed with Universal Music and they like in her contract, it says that she owns all of her stuff. So like Lover was the first album that was copyrighted Taylor Swift and then everything from then um, that she's put out has been copyrighted Taylor Swift. So she yeah. owns all of the stuff. So her whole process of going back and re-recording it is to like take back that power and be like, I'm not a product to be marketed. I am an artist who has, you know, good music to put out that I should own rather than be exploited by a big record company. Because as she says in all too well, 10 minute version, like patriarchy. <laughs> yep uh we'll we'll get into that one for i sure. just want everyone to know that i'm live chatting while meg was sharing that story <laughs> live chatting to who us in the chat it's in but, the chat oh, to me oh okay well, sorry i was on the footnotes oh the, there we go it's okay all i chatted was f the patriarchy oh nice and nice. that i did a bad thing and stopped my recording but Michael will make it all better, so it's fine. You're great, yeah. But it, it is telling that when you type in red, like the Taylor's version comes up. I wonder, like I assume that will have staying power. Uh -huh, I know yes. recency so, would put Taylor's version up anyway, but I'm guessing anytime you type these albums in at Spotify at the end of the day, it's going to show the Taylor's version. Well, and when, um, like right before Red Taylor's version came out, Spotify literally put out this website where you could choose to replace all of the song like in your playlists you could choose what? to replace all no, of like the fearless and red version songs like original versions with taylor's version so like you didn't oh, have wow. to go back like they it was just like a i don't know i don't understand computers michael talks to computers um it yep. was like a code i guess that they just like, all you had to do all you had to do was go in and say like these are the playlists that i want to replace like old versions with new versions 
Oh, I never knew that. But I just did have like one good playlist with all the Taylor stuff. I did because I have a lot of t- I have Taylor on a lot uh, of different playlists. I know. I just I don't know how Megan's I feel about playlist. that. So okay, and just overall, is it like inconsequential to you? Is it a uh, general like? always an improvement or do you notice weird differences like i feel like on fearless i hardly noticed but she just some of the songs like i remembered her sounding younger and i wanted that and so i liked some of the originals but does it is it inconsequential for you guys or a big deal or what i think for me it depends on the song um i both in fearless and in red taylor's versions i could definitely hear the differences that she like intentionally was like trying to make her own. Um, but there are some versions uh, like of the more poppy songs, which I'm sure we'll talk about at some point, um, especially on red that I think I like the originals better. Okay. But I don't think that what Lily's looking at me weird. I disagree. She has the opposite tick. Okay. But wait, so so you still replace them though out of solidarity because you want to stand with your girl Taylor, even oh, though you yeah. like the other ones more? Yeah, because okay. you don't want the you don't want the people to make the money. Yeah, I do too, I'm all about like, I'm all about screwing over Scrap Warshetta and Scott and Scooter Braun. They suck. At the at the end of the day, we're they're all in a in a tax bracket we could never aspire to be in. So like What do I you mean? I'm a teacher. I'll make Seven figures no. one day. It Meg does so make the most Michael. money out of anyone here. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Which yeah. is so but sad. It's so sad. Michael, you can't support the bad people in the world just because them. they already make a lot of money. You got to take here away all the, their rights. Yeah, I'm evangelizing here. I'm all here. about it. I'm all about taking it all away from them. Okay, but I still, you know, sometimes want to listen to the original version of 22, and that's okay. Yeah. I and do. I, I would want to know, like, I mean, I wish I could just talk to her and like as a friend, even though I feel like her and I are friends. I wish I could just ask friends. her and be like, is the like sole point of the re-recordings to take back your art or is it to say screw you, Scooter Braun? Because if it's to say screw you, Scooter Braun, then I will listen to Taylor's versions all day, every day. But if it's just to like take back her art, I think it's okay to kind of go back and forth between the originals and Taylor's version, depending yeah. on, you know, the mood that you're in. Cause I yeah, agree. Cause- I think 22, the original version of 22 is better than Taylor's version. I agree. <laughs> yeah. And like, so yeah, I'm, I'm not too caught up in it, but I understand, she, you know, I heard her say she really wanted to have masters that she could play whenever, because when a different company owns them, she can, you know, She's, they're still her intellectual property, the songs, mm-hmm. but she just can't play the only recorded version of them. So now she's equipped to do that. Um, I feel like I'm going to listen to Taylor's version more often than not, but I won't feel bad about listening to the old stuff. I never replaced them, but good to know that that feature exists. Uh, but today we kind of have very loosely texted about what we're going to do. We talked about doing a bunch of different categories. Uh, some that came up, came to mind were favorite all too well, 10 minute version lyrics, favorite songs from the vault, which, okay. You talk about like, uh, if she was doing this just to reclaim her art, I feel like she was mm-hmm. low key, probably so excited to just be like, Oh, I have all these bangers that I didn't quite get to put out that wouldn't fit my new sound like necessarily. And now we get to let them rip. Like yes. they're so good. I feel like she's probably low key. So hyped about that. Um, best all too well, 10 minute 
film or 10 minute version short film moments directorial de- debut from our girl we gotta talk about that favorite glow ups of tracks from the originals uh best collaborators which i'm now you know this morning thinking meg you probably meant like the features on the songs for some reason no. i was just thinking like oh okay cool that's at uh, least i have a couple i mean i have both i have both like producers collaborators and like features on songs okay so okay take it whatever you want and then I said, you know, just favorite song or worst song or edits. And you didn't like that. I just added that one on as we were talking today. Well, you didn't like, tell me what you meant. I would, I would do it, but you didn't tell me what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Well then here, live in this space with me. We can, we can do it. We can go down to three or we can all just say ours at once and things, or we can like think of this like an award show where we're given award. And so I just have, have something to nominate and you can sit and let this marinate for the rest of the show. If I was going to make an edit to this album. If I was going to give some advice to Taylor Swift, someone obviously less musically inclined than myself, I would say in the song for the first time or for the very first time, the very first night. Yeah. The very first night. No, first time. The one with we're experts here. here. It's not a good song. That's why. Wait, whoa. Hot take Lily, but the very first night It's the very first night. Oh, I'm thinking of a different song. Okay. Are you thinking of the the last time? <laughs> yeah, that one. That one. Okay. Wait. Okay. That one uh, grew on me. But in the song, the very first night, um, there's the line they don't know about the Polaroid picture, and but she kind of gets the little country twang a picture, and then she just like goes, you know, I feel like old Taylor would have said, yeah. She says they don't so know do you, how much I miss you, and I was. Do you really want to know the theory? Like, I was all prepared for the yeah. Do you want to know the theory why she does that? Wait, there's a theory? Okay. There's a theory. So suppose there's a couple of different theories. The one that I choose to believe is that the original lyric is they don't know how much I miss her and that the song was supposed to be. So one of the theories is that it's it's about um, Diana Aragon or whatever her name is, that girl from Glee that she was really good friends with. Oh. Um, The theory that I choose to believe, though, is that the song was written for a male artist, possibly One Direction. Oh, why wouldn't you just say yeah, though? Possibly One Direction. Oh, because she was. Okay, so that is also I think it's about Harry Styles, but whatever. Already, I feel like a quick reversal has come down on me where I thought I was like, oh, they probably won't remember this, but I think of it so much. I just want to bring it up. It's a fun opener of like an oddly specific thing that bothers Michael. And here, you know, Meg has already written a peer reviewed paper on it. And there's like, you know, conversations and talking heads prepared. I'm just on Taylor Swift TikTok and people are like nutso on Taylor Swift TikTok. And I so appreciate it because I feel like I learned so much about her and the intentions of things and like what people theorize about like all her Easter eggs and stuff. Okay. So that's just all the right. theory. Different but I, I agree with you, Michael. <laughs> I, it really bothers me. Yeah. That it doesn't really rhyme. So it should say, why don't, why don't you just say, I don't know how much I miss you instead of miss you. Uh, my other edit is just take out the song Ronin. We get it. You know, it's sad. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> But I didn't yeah, so even I, listen to it today in preparation <laughs> because that's how I felt it. Uh, you it's know, just we, so sad. It's yeah, so we, sad. We get it. A kid died. Okay, so, I'm just joking. Okay, um, so let's let's just 
talk about our we got we got a bunch of categories i think we said doing like three things i don't have three things for all of them uh but which one of these would you guys feel excited to talk about first i'm excited to talk about all of them okay Um, i have the most thoughts on all too well we have like three categories that involve all too well what do you want to talk about which one all of them Oh, Let's okay. do lyrics first. Let's do lyrics first, well, and then we can do okay. the short film I'm, scenes. I'm uh, most passionate about All Too Well. From the All Too Well 10-minute version, Liliana Suarez, what are you excited about? What lyrics jump out to you? Wait, so how are we doing this? Am I just saying all I've, of them? I, like I, have, so, I, like, I have five. Yeah. Oh, you have five? Okay, cool. I also Say have that. five. <laughs> We'll just talk a lot about this. Yeah, let's hear. Let's hear all of Lily's. I bet you. I have. Will have I some told crossover. you. I have the most thoughts on all too well. Okay, okay. So my all too well lyrics, as we already discussed, obviously the fuck the patriarchy line is fabulous, and yeah, I listened to all too well for that line. So I love the rhyme so much when she said tossing me the car keys fuck the patriarchy and then maybe i'm confused but I, it took me a while to to pick up then what was going on after she, then she says keychain on the ground and at first i was like my my first uh, mental model that i drew to somehow connect that sentence was oh there's a keychain that says fuck the patriarchy on the ground but i don't think uh, why but why does it like keychain on the ground is not a sentence in its own can, can, yes it is Really? No, well, it, does, it doesn't have a subject for a predicate. Did I just teach Meg the English teacher? No, it's, English? A, it's a dependent clause, but I'll. do you want me to explain the whole lyric to you just, grammatically? Just read, the, read the full sentence to me because I don't you know. You were tossing me the car keys, fuck, and it should say fuck the patriarchy in like quotations, as in he is saying that to her as he's throwing her the car keys because Wait, he's women can't it? drive. Yes, um, because yeah, women can't drive. Point. Right, and so like he's saying, "Fuck the patriarchy, you drive," but she doesn't catch yeah. them, so the keychain's on the ground. Oh, okay. Because see, I just loved the the rhyme at first, and I never saw the full picture. So now that lyric's cool to me, so I'd put it in there. I, I yeah, saying an well, F word's no, fun, in, but I it was independently, a week for me because I was too dumb no, to put it together. Independently, it's still just the best. Like the fact yeah. that it's in the song is just like my favorite thing ever. Anyway. Yeah. It's a good rhyme too. As a future physician with men around her all the time. Um, okay, that was number one. You number be the two. Man. Yeah, well, that's like just my favorite song. Okay. Ever. Okay, number two. Anytime now he's gonna say it's love, you never called it what it was. Yes, Such Lily. a great line. See, I have the most thoughts. The rest of this will go very downhill, but all too well video and lyrics is I, yeah, I'm killing it over here with this. Lily, that Um, is my, that's my number three. On our drive to Ohio, I tried to convince Tanner to listen to all too well nine more times because we had 90 minutes left and he refused, but I would have enjoyed every single second of it. Anyway, that's all. I do think about the length of time and all too well 10 minute versions Often. okay are these in order of gaining uh favor for you or like no 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 the- f the patriarchy was the first one okay that's what uh I thought. okay but like i don't know i didn't think about this okay that one's probably meg i would agree i think that 
is number three. Number yeah. two for me is the idea you had of me, who was she, and never needy, every lovely jewel who shine reflects on you. I think Wait, we have really like great. all the same ones. We have all the same ones. Wait, that was my uh, number five. <laughs> all right. So I read, read them out. And I think we just, we don't worry about ranking. And then at the end, maybe we agree on one. We Maybe we get a list of nominees and okay. then we pick one winner. The next one I have is, they say all's well, that ends well, but I'm in a new hell every time you double cross my mind. It's much better when you sing it, but I'm not a good singer. So I'm not going to do that. But Meg, do you want to sing that one? Every I'm not time. a good singer either. Meg, you're great. There you go. Whoa, you didn't. Okay, thanks for at least trying, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm saying you didn't commit to finish it. It was good. Every time. Th that, that's the one that I think mind. is the coolest. All's well that ends well, but I'm in a new hell every time you double cross my mind. Mm, that's the. That's okay. actually the only one I wrote down because I still couldn't piece together the F the patriarchy uh, one. But, but not you got me the, there. the idea you had of me. Who was she? That's a great Lily, one. There's a lot. I, that, that lyric is so good because I just feel like especially at a time like I feel like in red like red era specifically like when she was writing this album mm -hmm. she was really starting to recognize how she was being used by the entertainment industry and it's just like another straight fuck you to the misogyny and patriarchal standards that she had to endure because like the fact that this man who shall rename remain nameless um it was just like you're a shiny trophy and I like you just want me to look like this perfect little, you know, thing. And that's just not who I am. So screw you. It's well, just guys, a tale as old as time, you know, song is start to, it's time to start calling out straight men. Um, Guys, as somebody who's part of the patriarchy, I'm feeling a little targeted <laughs> by this. Michael, you're not a part no, of the problem. But you're not, not a part, a part of the problem. Offended. There's different levels of the patriarchy in my mind, and you're you're not a part of the as, patriarchy. As you you know, you're very very much not a part of the problem. I'm just saying, I feel offended by several of the things you guys have said so far. What? <laughs> He's joking. Just joking. He's joking. Oh, I was like, I'm that. not an offensive person. Uh, okay, I have one more. I don't have the second half of the line written down, but it's, it's okay. And, well, your friends are here. Yeah, it was. It's the and I was never good at telling jokes, but the punchline goes. I, I'm still uh, getting older, but something. I'll get older, but your lovers age. stay my age. That's yeah. yeah that's the line. And I was never good at telling jokes, but the punchline goes. I'll get older, but your lovers stay my age from when you're Once again, to the man who shall oh, remain just... nameless. Oh, dude. He so... is dating a 25-year-old. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. But, did we ever get confirmation that it's Jake Gyllenhaal? Or is it just no, the but like cultural the whole video is, is he looks literally like about Jake Gyllenhaal, which we can go into later. Yeah. And did funny. you see the Jake Lyon? Like she named the yes. the older yes. And it's supposed to be like Jake actor Lyon. Who plays the... But it's not. They don't know that that's his name, I thought. Oh, that I don't know. she just called him that. 
What happened? Like they know- that? Yeah, tell I me spent this. a lot of time met reading about all two well video can, last can- night. So it, at the end of Which the video, the when rest. he's watching, um, like the older version, like Taylor read yeah. the book, um, the man that like is supposedly the actor, it like who's playing that moment. His name is Jake Lyon, as in like Jake's lying. Oh, wait. So they put the name. They put a fake name in the credits. I don't know if he's a real. I don't know if he's a real dude or not, or if it's just, or if they did they Dylan O'Brien and I don't know. What's the uh, what's that actor's name? No, they said it's not him though. It the old the end of it is not him though. Dylan O'Brien is the one who plays him throughout the whole. Yeah, gotcha. but I I read that the he looks end like is Jakey G. not her. He's cute. Not him. I mean, Dylan O'Brien. I liked him. Person. I really liked him in Love and Monsters last year, the year of straight to streaming B movies. That was a good one. Uh, but okay, those were my top lyrics. Does anyone yeah. have anything to add? You you hit mine, I and and I really like the ever lovely Jewel Who Shine reflects on you bit of those two are my favorite of the ones you named. Uh, but Meg, any others I have you want to? So my top two. So Lily already said my three, four, and five, which was three. And I was thinking on the drive down anytime now, he's going to say it's love. You never called it what it was. Four, all is well that ends well, but I'm in a new hell. Um, and then five, the idea you had of me, who was she, a never needy, ever lovely Joel. Number two for me, though, was did the twin flame bruise paint you blue? Just between us, did the love affair maim you too? And did the twin flame bruise paint you blue? Just between us, did the love affair maim and I just really love the imagery in this line. That's like, an English ass teacher. Wait, right until, there. wait until I get into my number one. Okay. Down. You have no I idea what's coming down. for you. Um, but like name is just such a powerful word and like coming right out of the metaphor of her being a soldier returning half her weight. It just like, Oh yeah. That one's like the that idea was a good of being line. named. I'll give you that. Um, then like the twin flame thing also references the twin fire signs and state of grace because both her and Jake Gyllenhaal are Sagittarius and they're known to be very fiery personalities. Wait, I'm not okay. an astrology person. Okay. I am not an astrology person at all, but Sagittarius's are known as fire signs, which is why she puts that in there. And okay. then the just between us really gets me because it's like, she's begging him to just admit that like, not even that. I don't even think that she even wants her to or him to admit that like he hurt her it's more of just like you can't be feeling nothing at this point like you also have to be hurting and that like idea of feeling so saddened and like hurt by somebody else and to know that they like don't feel anything for you is like it's just so real and it's just like it kind of also goes into like the very like haunting two minute outro of the like it was rare you remember it all too well like just over and over haunting. and over again That's it a is good haunt- like it. it is haunting like she's just pleading with yeah. him to like validate these emotions mm-hmm. so i really like that one and then my number one is there we are again nobody had to know you kept me like a secret but i kept you like an oath That's good um, too. sacred prayer and we'd swear to remember it all too well Sacred prayer and we swear to remember it all too 
So I'm going to get into the connotation and denotations of these words because it's okay. very important. Also, hey, uh, let me just pop in and get a couple of easy extra credit points from you. Uh, those are both similes at no, the start. Because she says like. Correct. Thank it's you. Um, I wanted to explain what connotation and denotation meant. Oh, I can ahead, explain Will. that too. Connotation is good. Denotation is bad. Alternate that's, meanings. No, Wait, that's, not, that's right. not right. That's not right. Uh, Sorry, the, Michael. Oh, did I mix them up? The deno no, it's just not right. Denotation oh, is the dictionary definition, and connotation is like the what it means in the sentence definition. Correct. Well, so okay, you know, one, denotatively, yeah. Pro proper and improper, good, bad. No, denotatively, these words, like denotatively, secret and oath, don't have like that much of a difference. It's like in the connotation of them and how they're used in the line. Or like just in the context of the lyric that makes them so important. Secrets are things that you keep from people, and oaths are things that you keep for people. Or um, make two people. So, yeah. So secrets are like very finicky and fleeting. Like we tell secrets all day long. Like you know they're not really binding in any way. Do um, you? I, I get mean, to like, know. Not you get what I mean. Though. It's like yeah. It's not something that you feel like you have, like you're keeping information from somebody, right? It's okay. like more that you're like, you keep a secret to like hide something from somebody or to like, you know, push it away. And it's implied here that he is keeping her away from other people, that he's ashamed of some reason or further of their relationship for some reason. Um, like we don't, we don't normally want people to find, like find out our secrets, right? So like in that moment, he like... If she feels that he is like keeping her away, an oath, on the other hand, is sacred and it's special. Doctors take the Hippocratic oath. Um, politicians yeah, take the oath of office, and it's all about like you well, make this, you make these two out. people. I know you make these <laughs> two people right, and you try to like make their lives like to try and like keep something better for them, and so like they have more meaning. They're supposed to be trusted, and then it's like she this idea of this being like a sacred idea and then he just completely like shits the bed with it and it's like no screw you you're just a secret so that one's my favorite i really like that one yeah i don't even know how i didn't consider that one but uh yeah the secret and oath bit that's that's pretty good i if we had to pick one to award the favorite all too well 10 minute version lyric award to uh, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say F the patriarchy would win, would win on our group. But no, Meg said she, but that wasn't even in Meg's list. It wasn't. It, it's not in my top because I think I like the like. I think it's a very teacher? strong statement. Well, that I think it's a really strong statement, and I think, but I also think that the it's like the thesis statement, and the rest of the lyrics are like the mm. evidence that proves it, and. I feel like the other, like you, anybody can say F the patriarchy in a song, you know, like it's, I love that Taylor did it. Even but me, any, a member of said patriarchy. Correct. <laughs> You're but not anybody really can do totally it. Not everybody can write the rest of the lyrics the way that she does, which is why I didn't yeah. have it on mine. What would you grade this song as a teacher? If somebody turned this in as like a poem? Yeah. 110%. Nice. I really do. Like I've, I've been cracking jokes, but when she like advertised the 10 minute all too well, I was like, there's no, I don't know. There's no way this lives up to the hype. Like it's already like a long, perfect, like 
ballad like it's just like you know it's a hell of a poem already and it's just like we go deeper and harder and oh man i'd be scared if i was jake gyllenhaal after like you know it's just more details and then on top of that in the film she throws in like a brutal conversation that's even like almost you know unwatchable again it's just like oh this, I, this makes, doesn't make me feel comfortable uh, um and so it's, that's the point it's not supposed to yeah, 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 I know. I'm just saying, like, she she just went deeper with each layer we got from the original to the 10 minute version to the 10 minute version with supplemental like acting in a in a movie. So I was really impressed with this overall. Uh, okay, if, if we think, have to give one, who would you guys think is? Uh, I think you know? we all really agreed with like all's well that ends well, but I'm in a new hell. That's the only one I wrote down. Mind. I feel like that one was on all three of ours, and we all were like, yes, this is good. Yeah, adding the double before cross my mind, like oh changing it to double cross is just the cherry it's on the top of like the betrayal, you know, like you double cross somebody when you betray them. Yeah. Double cross my mind. Yeah. Okay. Also the best best lyric added to the ten minute version is the idea you had of me who was she. Nope, nope, not that one. It's all's well that ends well, <laughs> but I'm in a new hell every time you double you cross double my cross my, 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 my Yep. There we go. Okay, sure, sure. Um, so Lily wants to talk about the movie, but let's talk about the vault songs first. Okay, fine. Mix it up. Deal? Okay, good, because now All I right, want to be happy. Go. Michael, you go first this time. <laughs> nice, and it's just the total gear switch. I almost wrote this song off. I think I just listened to it quietly the first time and thought it would be toward the bottom, but my now favorite vault song is Message in a Bottle. Yes, it's Michael! Yes! Okay, see, I thought the people I talked to, this was, like, not very well received. Mm, um, it's one. like, I get 90s Britney vibes. There's, like, the mm -hmm. weird electric harmony under her singing the chorus that I feel like you don't get in Taylor Swift. Like, almost artificial sounding, but pleasantly artificial. And I think that really works in an album like this that is so, like broody and genuine and more like fuller sound and i guess acoustic acoustic on a lot yeah. of these songs and yeah. so like just right off the rip i was like okay the sound engineer is having a field day and then i heard that that fucking car zoom by and then i heard it like zoom like three more times when i heard that car zoom sound effect i threw my hands up i was like okay they're having too much fun like that's when i, I just started clapping i was like okay pop off you do it uh, so that that one's my favorite. Something about just the the vowel sounds in the chorus making up the actual part that rhymes and the the one that I love and you know keep in night is so good. Um, I literally have okay. "Message in the Bottle" is number five for me. It's but like I love all like the five vault songs I have written down here. I don't like know if I could put them in an order except my number one. But I literally just wrote down this song is liquid cocaine and it's about Harry Styles. <laughs> so how could you go wrong? <laughs> Okay, is it about? Oh, because it says send it to London. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, so all the London references are Harry Styles at this point. Yes, but like when she's writing it, I bet you she just you know makes it whoever. So uh, yeah, I, I get that. Also, Harry they Styles. Were, no, they were dating at this point. They were yeah, together when the, she was writing the these crash. songs. Yeah, but like when she's like I don't know singing this, I bet you, I wonder how that pr process is mentally. Uh, oh, I don't know. Not that it, it matters. Um, but I. 
I guess we didn't even talk about just in general, the vault songs. I know Lily bashed on one the very first night, but I'm so excited about them. Like I love them all a lot more than even some of the original songs on the album. Mm -hmm. Like we did an episode talking about how pumped we were about Olivia Rodrigo and how much we were listening to that. But I like just this Red Taylor's version overall 10 times more than I like that. And I, that was like one of my favorite albums of the year. So yeah. this is like, <laughs> I, I guess we didn't really talk about just general impressions up top, but this is like my favorite album to come out in years of anything. Because this is my favorite Taylor Swift album, who's my second favorite artist. And then this feels like a better version with five new songs. That's a mini Taylor album. Okay. What other songs do you like or do you have more to say about Message in a Bottle? No, you have to keep going, but I have nothing further to say. Oh, keep going? Okay, so uh, then like the it. other one, which I thought would be my favorite until I started turning the heat up on Message in a Bottle, Nothing New, the Phoebe Bridges Lord, one. What will become of me Once I've lost my novelty I've had two much to drink tonight and i know it's sad but this is what i think about and i wake up in the middle of the night it's like i can feel time moving how can a person know everything at 18 but nothing at 22 and we still want me when i'm nothing new That's like the opposite. So okay, good. That, I have, like I have a, thoughts on this one. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, I think I re I love this song. I didn't the first listen to it. I didn't love it. Um, but the more I listen to it, the more I feel like I get it. Um, I think it's just very telling. I mean, it's very telling that she picked Phoebe Bridgers to be fe featured. I've never heard that, of that woman before this. So tell me why. And well, and that this is the first woman artist that she has given a verse on a song. Every other feature, really? no, every other featured female artist has always just sung backgrounds. Marin Morris on Colby Calais. You All Over Me, Colby Calais on Breathe. Um, <laughs> who's the other one that I was thinking of the other day? Um, oh, uh, Aretha Franklin. No, I can't remember, but <laughs> she she tends to feature more male voices which complement hers very well um but then she said more Fuck than the she does right but more than she does women and i think a part of it is that for a long time she was insecure about how she might sound next to a woman um whose voice <laughs> might be stronger like i yeah. would say that Marin voice Marin morris's voice is stronger than taylor's and i love taylor but i also love Marin morris um, but I think that the message of the song, like begged for a voice like this, specifically somebody like Phoebe Bridgers, who is younger, who is newer and who is, you know, possibly following in the Taylor footsteps may oh. not. I think that she fits a mold of somebody who could possibly, um, have a similar to similar career to Taylor, but she also makes the type of music that Taylor likes to listen to. Um, if you listen to Phoebe Bridgers, it's more indie, it's more acoustic. It's more like that, like 
um, indie alt vibe, which she has said. She said in, um, she said in the um, long shore, long pond, long pond um, sessions that she like the National is one of her favorite bands, and I feel like Phoebe kind of bands too. Yeah, and I feel like Phoebe kind of fits into that. Um, so Mm -hmm. I like that it's outside of the like original red vibe. I love that it has Aaron Dessner's hands all over it. Um, because it shows what Taylor has always been capable of. Like, I feel like so many people became fans of hers because of folklore and evermore, more so folklore than evermore, I would say. And it shows that she's always been capable of that. Um, I think it's also really important that there are lines on this album that reference that she couldn't date a boy because she was too young for him. And there are lines in two different songs that she's afraid that she's past her prime in the entertainment industry, both nothing new and um, the lucky one. Yeah, and did she in write the that? same album, she says, fuck the patriarchy. It's like, I just, I just feel like it's so good. And, 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 and the last thing I'll say, last thing I'll say, and then I'll shut up about the song, but I really love it. No, you're great. Um, so like, obviously like the chorus says, will you still want me when I'm nothing new? Mm-hmm. But in call it what you want in reputation she says Which is my he lo- favorite song on reputation he loves me like i'm brand new oh yeah like, will you good. still like will you still love me when i'm nothing new and then she literally goes back to that song before she like or that idea of like not being new or feeling kind of like recycled and old because of what the entertainment industry has made made her and she's like he loves me like i'm brand new so i just want to give a shout out to joe alwyn for just loving our girl the way that she deserves because <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. So that's those are my and thoughts. I like like a wise um, retrospective Taylor energy too. The the line of how can someone know everything at eighteen but nothing at twenty two, and yeah. then to be re re actually putting that out as a thirty one year old or whatever, right. like that's kind of wild. But on that note, well, one, I feel like you guys really womansplained the fuck the patriarchy line to me. So. I don't know how I feel about no, that. No, women explained uh, is not a thing. I'm just joking. <laughs> but that's uh, part of the patriarchy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I've got I'm here to propel that agenda. No. Um, so for so you said a lot of people fell in love with her with Evermore and Folklore. I feel like as soon as it snowed that I switched over to Evermore from this. Yeah. That's like the snow Absolutely. album for me. But my the third song I wrote down for favorite vaults uh, songs is forever winter. And I feel like it's ever more energy. And I just, you know, we don't often get to start with a brass, you know, instrument in a Taylor Swift song Mm -hmm. and the tambourine is just a little bit jingle belly. So that's been, that's a, I probably wouldn't have put that in the top three initially, but I've been listening to that plus evermore a lot lately. He says he doesn't believe anything much he hears these days. He says, why fall in love just so you can watch it go away? He spends most of his nights wishing it was how it used to be. He spends most of his flights getting pulled down by gravity. I call just checking up on him. He's up 3 a.m. pacing. He says it's not just a phase I don't 
don't love Forever Winter, but <laughs> I can understand it. You don't like it? It, it does I, have I didn't say I don't like it. I said I don't love it. It's not one of the ones, I, I really like the intro to it, but it's not one of the ones that I go back to vault song wise. I go back to Nothing New. I go back to Message in a Bottle. I obviously go back to All Too Well 10 minute version. Oh, does that count as a vault song? No, that would be I didn't one. count. Oh, no, well, it does. Actually, that wins. The full, that I mean, the full, the full song title is "All Too Well" ten minute version from the vault from the vault oh, Taylor's version. There you go. Yeah, then that should count. That should be so because that's, that, that's what I put as my number one. Because I yep, was like, I'm, "There's no I'll other second option." You. I'll but second not, you. Okay, I won't. Wait, go I'm gonna guess what which one uh, Pia likes. I bet you it was. It's either. My guess oh, is she, either no, babe. It's, it's babe. either she, babe or better man. That would be my guess. She's a country girl. No, okay, I did. It is better man, but I was kind of worried <laughs> that those weren't gonna count. But it sounds what? like we think they count. I I put no, both of babe, those in babe my. Babe is good. I babe put both of those in my top five too. I love her version of better. Like I, I think cannot, her better man version is much. Wait, better. is babe? I cannot also... believe babe is she by didn't Lady keep them. A. No, Sugarland. Oh, Sugarland, sorry. Oh, I thought Babe was a new song. I knew Babe. Better Man was no, written no, no, for someone no. else. She wrote, oh, she wrote both of them. Me. She wrote both of them for Red. She gave Better Man to Little Big Town and then one right. song of the year That's at the 2017 CMAs. She gave Wait, Babe you said, to... <laughs> you said Little Big Town like it's the name of a single rapper and uh, <laughs> not the name Little of... Little Big Town. Yeah. Little Big Town. Yo, it's yeah, like Little Big, Big Town. Sorry. Little Big Town on the mic. You know what I meant. That'd be a great. But couldn't you imagine a rapper's name starting with Little Big something? That'd be <laughs> hilarious. But then she uh, gave Babe to Sugarland, and she's featured on Sugarland's version of it. She like does the background vocals. On oh it. yeah, that's right. Yeah, but, and there's that, that one piece together YouTube version you used to have to watch if you wanted to get Taylor Swift actually singing. Uh, Better, Better Man, Man the with, one from yeah, the Bluebird Cafe. Oh, yes, and so then they good. cut out the old guy singing, and now we yeah. finally get a version where she sings the whole thing, and it's way better. But it's oh, much it's so better. Good. I think her version of Better Man is much better. Than I, the I know. I really, I really love Better Man. Okay, I, totally I still have another song on my list that you guys have to guess, but finish your thought, Meg. Oh, I was just going to say I totally under I am so mad that she didn't keep those two, but I get specifically Better Man why she didn't, because it's like, it has to be a country ballad, you know, like it's just written to be a country ballad. And this album was not speak now. It was not fearless. Yeah. It was not self-titled. Like she was like very clearly making the transition over. And so it was like all of the quote unquote country songs are still country pop, but definitely more so pop than country. So those are my thoughts. Yeah. I wish it wasn't 4 a.m. Standing in the mirror saying to myself, you know you had to do it. I know the bravest thing I ever did was run. Sometimes in the middle of the night I can feel you again. But I just miss you and I just wish you Okay, wait, do you have anything else on your list? That was it. Babe, Better Man, Message in a Bottle. <laughs> We're just listing all the vault songs. I know. My what list was your was other one? Message in a Bottle, Babe, Nothing New, Better Man, All Too Well. Those were my five. Oh, wait, okay, yeah, so even well. you think, you know, 
Meg, self-proclaimed biggest fan of Ed Sheeran in the world. Even you think that Run isn't that great, right? That's my bottom. Run was not that good. Run was not yeah. that good. But I still think Ed Sheeran in any of her songs is my favorite. But the song itself was not good. But Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift together, love it. Oh, okay. We'll talk about okay, collaborators wait, here in a second. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. You guys, I bet you think about me. Nobody that's has my, any love for that, that song. That's my second least I favorite do after like Run. I like that one. But it's what? not. I think, I think I like it. I wish that Chris Stapleton would have got a verse on it. That's like my Listen, kind of yeah, with it. I don't. But I also don't think that like Chris Stapleton was like the greatest collab for it, to be honest. But I think... I love it, but it's also very country, right? Like the whole thing has the country yeah. vibe with like the backward twang. And so you guys don't like that as much, but I freaking love it. And then when she did a video, it was just like 10 times better and everything in the video and how she tied all too well to, I bet you think of like, everything was just so good. And I'm sad that you guys didn't like it because it has yeah. so I much. I didn't I not like it. I just, yeah. it's not in my top five. To me, it was like in the is a fun enough song in like the vein of uh, this is why we can't have nice things type Ugh, of I hate that song. spirit. That that's <laughs> no no that no song. bad like, comparison. Like corny but fun and catchy. I enough. guess, but I ugh, no. Anyway, I still think it's yeah. Good. But I like that Blake Lively got a directorial chance at the music video. No, but I there were so many really things like, I loved. About I really, the music I think. Video. I thought the music video was really good. I also like that Blake Lively was the one to direct it. And she also, around the same time that Taylor Swift was dating Jake Gyllenhaal, dated Leonardo DiCaprio, who also is known for dating 25-year-old women, even though he's like 40, 43. Okay. As a so. guy who plans to date 25-year-old women when he's 43, come on now. <laughs> I love Miles Teller, though. He was great. Um, no, oh, I'm just joking. Also, I, I have an edit was. to my joke. I have an edit to my joke. I shouldn't have said the women's planning thing. I should have instead, when we got to the fuck the patriarchy line, I should have tried to mansplain it to you <laughs> and then done like a Ashton Kutcher punk reveal. Like, no, guys, I'm just joking. I'm upset, but I'll let it go. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been funny? All right. Um, so what wins? All too well 10 minute version, right? Best yeah. song if it counts. I, yeah, there's if to me counts, there's like there's yes. no other option. Yeah, I would I think put you're right. I would put nothing new as second, but all too well ten minute version. I think it's oh, unfortunate I like my because. Better. Oh yeah, I'm so happy you guys like oh, that. That is true. Because I feel like that one. I didn't like, put nothing new on my list, but you guys I, gave me a new appreciation for it for sure. I just remember listening to Message in the Bottle for the first time and thinking to myself, if I had this song in 2012 when I was 18 years old, dancing around to There'd be no survivors. In my dorm room. No it, like in my like peak One Direction obsession, like I would have been the worst person to be around. So it's really no. good that I didn't have that song in 2012. Okay. Can we talk about something? Can I sidebar here while we're talking about dancing to Taylor Swift songs and this song and how it's impossible to not move to? Yes. Okay. I want to talk about the 
Taylor Swift wedding dance floor song crisis that we find ourselves in as a planet. What's the song you guys hear the most on the dance floor at weddings by Taylor Swift, if any? Um, I would say of the weddings I've been to recently, Lover. Are, a lot of people okay. like do okay. like slow dances to Lover. That is the um, the one I was thinking could also be mentioned, but for me, it's not even actual, close. It's ninety nine percent a different 90, song. Ninety nine percent. It's shake story. it off. Yes, it's shake oh, it shake off. Shake it off. Yeah. Yes. That that and, I feel like that's played at almost every wedding I've been to. At least exactly. like at least like I, all of the wedding of like Team North. I feel like shake it off has always been played. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I had like. I think I was. I was definitely I at the it? six or five I was at this year, and it's just. I think it's not. I think it's like lower tier of Taylor Swift songs you can dance to for me. I agree. There are. We do get some like uh, Lover played as a slow dance. There's a couple that can be played for for slower songs. But of the dance songs, the only one I ever hear is "Shake It Off," and maybe I'm just white or an idiot. But like, I feel like it's hard to dance to. Like it's a high BPM. I feel like you can gyrate for a little bit or you can dance halftime and both of those are awkward. Like to do the whole song is, yeah, I don't know. Do you, are you I guys mean, not as, I, I'm ready to, you know, lobby for I, this in Washington and you guys well, don't seem to be struck Here's what by I'll it. tell you. I feel like message in a bottle could very easily take that top spot. I'm saying, if, yeah. There's, I don't yes, know. there's definitely no. I, so I, it'd be hard for that something like that to just shoot to like the common cultural miasma, like and and be known and accepted and hyped on the dance floor. But there's a lot going for it, like just gimmies. Like we all know from Sweet Caroline. Anytime you have the lyrics "you and me," uh, Lily types too many big words over here. You're a doctor. Um, anytime the this lyrics have "you and me," like that's easy. Like. You could be the one that, and like, like, uh, you know, that's a gimme for dancing. That like, it and it just bops. It's it's got. I feel like a better. If BPM. I, Michael, if I get married, I'll play it at my wedding. Thank you very much. Um, but I feel like the real solution, and I need to get List Wars producer and friend of the show Max Hunter on this, is to, like, I feel like we could really dissect and create the perfect mashup of songs where you get like you know the choruses of a lot of these because like 22 is a much better dance song than shake it off it's just got a little slow acoustic chorus and maybe that and build up guys just i'm i'm trying <laughs> everybody's <laughs> rolling their eyes and typing and i'm trying to stand on a soapbox here ignore um, lily ignore <laughs> lily I, okay i just want to say shake, I, no, no i totally di disagree i yeah, love I, shake it off as a proponent for the fact that team north played shake it off at club probably way too many times i yeah. still yeah, think it was shake it off we had a great time but how do you dance fun. to it please you, tell me you i only do know the, the one move shake it off you do the you do the, oh, the oh, polaroid that's, picture that's very from smart. yes you do that once on every chorus that's no, no, we've covered 0.5 percent like, of the song and then i do the one move from the music go, video hey 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 just think while well, you've been getting down and out with all the liars and the dirty dirty cheats of the world you could have been getting down to this this sick sick Beat. Oh, so you mean stand still and talk? My okay, the claps are the other gimme. No, but you go like that. You're just bopping. See, that's not dancing. That is dancing. The one move, and then when she says, I'm lightning on my feet in the music video, she crosses her feet. I do that one. But like, even in the music video, it's just all quick cuts because like, it's not a good sustained dance beat. I don't know. It's just, Maybe, no, I, think, I, 
Remember when we would play that at club and we would get into the the right out saw and it just died every time and we just yes, tried to it's it. a testament. It has, same thing happens at weddings. I think it would work as a partner dance, honestly, if people kind of swung dance to it. It doesn't have a swing beat traditionally, but I think it might work better. And I think well, it's a good But I excuse. still love it. I still love Michael, it. I'll record me dancing swing, to it later today. You're the resident swing dance expert, so you're going to have to get that started. Far from expert, just a man with a dream. Uh, but <laughs> I will say live bands, it's great in like the same way, you know, I think love a live band at a wedding and I feel like that's probably the most accessible Taylor Swift song for a live band to play. So that's when I'm, uh, I'll most excuse it. But I think we are in uh, an epidemic of suboptimal Taylor Swift dance song choices at weddings. And I just wanted to get that out there to the world so i feel like yeah if you get like 22 chorus then it matches up into message in a bottle because at a wedding everybody gets excited for like to hear a new song and like if you just let that last 30 seconds and then mix in another one that's like the dream sequence yeah we gotta get i'm a, this I'm a huge proponent at weddings to not play whole songs like you gotta you gotta keep it going you gotta keep it quick yeah and it's like in the vein of happy by pharrell oh god you know, I hate pharrell. That song. like just because <laughs> a song will make me tap my foot during a timeout at a, you know, WNBA game doesn't mean we should play the whole song to dance to at a wedding. Like that's what Shake It Off is. It's just like you're you're gyrating for a bit, but it can't sustain the whole the whole song, I don't think. Then same with Happy. My friend just got married and his mom wanted to do Happy as their first dance. And his response was, How the hell am I supposed to dance to that? And that's <laughs> I think that sums it up. That's, okay. Yeah. Uh, perfect. Cool. So this is going to be a long podcast. What do you guys want to talk about next? The short for film for Lily or glow ups for let's the, do, the tracks? Let's, or? let's kind of stay on the track of like vault and go into the short film. Short moments. film. All right. This is yeah, our, our girl's first directorial debut. And I'm not on like the TikTok and Twitter verse that Meg is, is digging into but I've been recently into the letterbox social media movie tracking. And this was one of the highest rated films on there because it was just a bunch of people who love Taylor Swift rating at five stars. But the comments were pretty funny about just talking about like, if I was Jake Gyllenhaal right now, I would be terrified. And like, it really oh, yeah. is such a bad look uh, for him. But what did you guys think of the film and what were your favorite shots? Um, Meg's turn. I cried a lot. Um, I can send you guys pictures of me crying later if you want to see them. Uh, I wait, so when did you decide to take photos of yourself crying? Oh, I, Michael, do you not know this about me? I always take photos of myself when I'm crying. Yeah, Just at the end of the year, other, Michael, this is at the end of the year she posts her like top do, ten crying but, pictures. Yeah, Michael, so, you really I, need to watch Instagram stories. That's what we've right. decided from I this podcast. Do, I always do end of year wrap ups on my Instagram. I always do an okay. end wrap up on my Instagram part. and I'll do uh, my favorite books, <laughs> my favorite songs, and then the, oh. the, the best photos I've taken of myself crying. So what? those okay. are like, Michael, you have to watch stories. So much here. What, we just read Jurassic Park in our book club and that's my favorite book I read this year, but now we're doing one it's called good. Verity, which is, seems oh, promising. I've heard, that one. I've heard that one is good. But, uh, List Wars Nation, right? And do you guys watch Instagram stories? I feel like that's too, like... No. Yes, I would like to watch them. I would assume like a 10% C rate if I posted something on a story just because no, like, it only lasts for a it. day. 
But okay, but like to on me, it's weird current, to like assume okay, that someone would see that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you on my current Instagram story. I have I posted it 19 hours ago, and I have yeah 235 views. Yeah, oh, wow. Michael. People really watch on these things. my on my Instagram post, which I posted 17 hours ago. I have 62 likes, so more people watch my Instagram story than like a photo. No, people are just people are just fake and don't like things. I probably yeah. You know, wait, that's okay. That is weird though. I th- I thought Instagram. Maybe I'm just old fashioned. I figured you're the traffic. You're super old. I think of it as an app for posting photos, and you know they're immortalized. They're there, and well, okay, Instagram we can realized Instagram realized all of the like success that Snapchat was having with like stories and stuff. So then they that's why they yeah. put a story on it. But I'm really not anyways. a boomer or a patriarch, um, but. <laughs> I'm sounding like it today, and I'm sorry for that. So I, I guess I'll try to watch your story. Just text me anytime you have something to look at worthwhile in your story. I'll text you when I, I post all the crying photos. I just would It'll like to know be, that it's... It'll be in a couple weeks. It's okay. December 12th, 2021, and Michael just decided that he's going to start watching stories. Oh, wow. And Taylor's Where have birthday. you been? It's Taylor Swift's birthday is tomorrow. Who knew? It is. Happy birthday, Taylor. Yeah. We love this you. This one's for you. But it's like so much pressure, right. and like that feels no, like no. There's no pressure. There's less pressure than your Instagram story to have. I well, mean, I can go, to post. So you just referenced post, an Instagram before this. I post the most ridiculous this. things. I post the most ridiculous things on my Instagram story, but I only like I very carefully choose what to put on my feed, like what I post as like a actual. But I'm photo. just saying. No, there's pressure on the audience because Lily mentioned something she posted on Instagram, and I went and found it from October. And but now she mentioned things on the story and like, oh, I I was too slow. I missed that. And like, I got to be Are like, you... make it. I need to set a reminder on my phone to check Lily's story every know. day or you I'll miss something. To. And no, then we're not I friends don't... anymore. And then oh she God. becomes a doctor and then she doesn't tell and me. She... And then I need uh, my tonsils out and I don't know who to call. I, I have to pay well, someone. You wouldn't, you wouldn't call Lily anyway. She's going to be a pediatrician. I literally can't and a medicine doctor but no i can't do that sorry transition care it's okay everyone thinks that i'm gonna be only a pediatrician and i'm here to say that when you tell people you're going in med peds residency it means you're going to be an adult doctor and a pediatrician so you're more than just yeah that's what my roommate does but i just want everyone to know because the general consensus is when med peds people tell people that they're a med peds doctor everyone's like oh you're a pediatrician which is not wrong but it's not right but also not fully right and so I can't take care of you, but I, I'm more than a pediatrician, but I cannot take your tonsils out. COVID right. is not fake. <laughs> Anyways, right. what do you guys think about? Okay, all too well video. Wait, yeah. no, Meg, are you, you're going first. I have lots of thoughts on this again. Again, most of my thoughts are around the all too well. So yeah. I only so wrote down two, I, I'll go two first. shots. I only go. have three. I will say I loved the whole thing. I thought that she did such a great job i loved all the easter eggs in it um i mean you can i think you can tell that it's like her first directorial debut but like well obviously there's only one debut but you can you get what i mean um but i really i really liked it i like that she's going for an egot i'm ready for her to be in a broadway um show um oh that's another new acronym for me, but I'm going to act like I'm more informed since I've been asking a lot of questions. So just Emmy, keep going. Emmy, Grammy, Grammy. Oscar, oh. Tony. Um, oh, she's in a movie coming out later this year. She is? I forget what one. Yeah. She's got Cats, credit. is it? Oh, no. That, oh, is Worst that what she got the Oscar ever. for? 
No, she or didn't she get. A, she didn't get an Oscar. This she is. She must have got it for Valentine's Day with Jake or Taylor Lautner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a movie like Valentine's Day on Netflix that's Christmas but high school, and I tried to get Tanner to watch it last night, and he did not participate. Let it so snow is so recommend. cute. I loved that book. Oh, you watched it. <laughs> Well, I read the oh, book first, and then I watched it. Yeah, oh, I just watched I, Holiday. I Holiday was so good. Cute. I, I loved Holiday. Wait, can we do a Netflix Christmas? I watched all of them, but listen, let it snow. I literally got thirty minutes into, and I was like, I have no idea what's going on. I was like, let me just rewind, and then I was like, oh my gosh, I watched thirty minutes of this movie, and I don't know what's going on. In my defense, I was trying to puzzle, but yeah, it wasn't uh, that good. Okay, all too well. So, video. All too well. Okay, so sorry. Okay. Um, I, I loved the whole thing, but I wrote down three scenes that really stuck out to me. Um, number three is when Sadie Sink is in the bed crying and you see how much time has passed, like from when she flips over. Um, and you can see that she's like wearing a different outfit, but still in the like bed, she's still crying. Like she's still upset. Um, the second is when they're in the car, um, after he like has that really heated phone call and their heads get really close um, because I think that was really intentional to mirror the um, original red album cover art because Sadie's like oh. looking down. Um, mm. She's like kind of I'm looking down that. a little bit, just like Taylor yeah. is in that photo. Okay. And my number one is the fight in the kitchen. Oh my God. I like, it just like rips your soul out and is so good and so heart-wrenching and just like unfortunately really real for people who have been in toxic relationships and it just kind of like really really hurts um and yeah i those are my three yeah um i wrote down the i guess i thought of it less as plot points and more specific shots i don't know why but just yeah her the action of her rolling over in the bed which you mm -hmm. mentioned and the time changing. And then I like just the zoom out at the end with the red scarf and we don't actually see his face, but you know, it's because of the scarf, but, uh, that I, yeah, it really does like shred Gyllenhaal with the fight thing and that party. Also, I love how she's always wearing like total Taylor Swift outfits. Um, but it's tough for me to attach to like a fight like that. And I've had that trouble in movies too, where it seems so unrealistic and like, I mean, I don't want to sound naive or whatever, but not not from being in a toxic relationship. I did I did start to believe some of those after living with a married couple, but like I just can't imagine a conversation ever playing out like that. And the thing that gets me in movies, which I'm I know the kiss and makeup thing is real, but like they ha it's a ten minute short film, so they have to be quick. But like they're just ripping into each other, and he just starts kiss attacking her. So I don't know. I well, that I don't like watching that part. It's just a little cringy to me. Apparently, from what I read, so is they like just ran the whole thing and just let them do it, and they totally mm -hmm. improved the whole thing, and then That's like fun. ended clip and didn't start it. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't yeah, like. I think just, it's like, real. Them... Go ahead, Will. No, go, Meg. Oh, like she just like gave them direction of like what she wanted it to look like, and they just went for it. And then like she didn't like they didn't take the camera off of them because they were just like so in it. But That's, I was I mean, going to say, the I think, great. yeah, I think it's real, like, toxic relationships. But I agree. I don't, like, attach to the scene because it's it's just uncomfortable. But, yeah, and, like, like, why would any human say this or uh, treat someone like this? Well, but, yeah, but I also think, like, the makeup part is so real, too. I don't know. The whole the thing world. is just really, yeah. 
I agree. But I just, and I think it was an important part, but it wasn't like my favorite part of it because of the implication of the fact that that's real and the world is broken. Yeah. Hashtag Jesus saves. Um, Hashtag fuck the patriarchy. (laughs) But I would like to add that these days that might be blasphemous. That we read the last book in Revelation today at church. It's great. Um, I would like to add that I, I did like noon. the 21st <laughs> birthday scene a lot. That oh, was a yeah. good scene. That's good. That and one's, that one's the most heartbreaking. See, I'll latch onto that. That one, like, it's weird that like one I'm like not even associating with and one is like, oh, this is where I'll cry for you, girl. Wow. Because it was less visceral. Yeah. And it's more like you maybe can relate to it more, which is fine. And then also, I would like to vote up the ending with the scarf. I think that was my favorite part of it, where it just like, oh, so good. Yeah, and showing his face, I think it would be worse. But just showing, you know, I could have even cut it sooner. Like, I wish, like, as soon yeah, as it zoomed agree. out to just show the jacket, it cut to black. But we still uh, never saw his face. Like, just seeing the scarf was the power. Yeah. And then I loved the typewriter scene just because it, like, fit with what she was saying so well. But also, it's just, like, such classic Taylor Swift, you know? Like, how she, like, is just a singer, like, a songwriter. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just felt very, like, old school Taylor Swift to me, which is, like, what you guys don't like as much about Taylor Swift. But I just, like, Whoa. love her. Well, uh, well you we don't like her, we- like... I never yeah. said that I don't like her country stuff. I just like the. I love it. Uh, I a uh, ri- like, you know okay, the nineteen. Okay. I, I'm not anyway. gonna. Nineteen eighty nine is my favorite. I'm not gonna say that it's not. And she's okay. super poppy in it. Those were my favorite. And also, the, did you? I the book. I didn't know this, but I was reading about it. Like how it's like the. Oh shoot! Now I'm forgetting. The it looks tree. like the giving tree to me. The giving, like the giving tree. tree. I was gonna say the giver, but I was like, that's not the giver. Taylor Swift was <laughs> in the, the movie The Giver. Oh really? She was, she was in the movie. Yeah, she was in the movie of it, the movie version. Anyway, that's not like a dumb joke. That's a serious thing. Wait, <laughs> I literally don't remember the, that. The giver, Taylor Swift. Yeah, it's like a brief, little bit, toward the end. But those are my favorite scenes. I also really liked when they were spinning oh, in the woods, okay. but yeah, 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 yeah. more just because yeah. it was cute. Forty-two second clip. Her and Jeff Bridges. Okay. She's playing the piano I... as a ghost, which is how I picture her singing the two-minute outro of the ten-minute version of All Too Well as a ghost. Because it's haunting. Because it's yeah haunting. Yes. Now I'm haunted. But I really oh, like the video. I made Tanner watch it a lot last week. Okay. Uh, so Lily, you and I can flex our power and put the scarf shot to the top I would of say, this yeah, award. Yeah, you gotta. I I agree with that. Put the scarf shot up there. All right, scarf shot. Even though is the I winner. think that you guys don't really appreciate the genius that is the fight in the kitchen, but whatever. No, it's it's good. It's well acted. I'm just that's personally when something seems for like, and that's like I'm struggling to articulate that because I don't want to sound like I'm incapable of being unempathetic or saying mean things to another human, but I just can't see myself like saying things like that or or uh, people and i don't know maybe that's uh naive just wait till you get married yeah <laughs> so as like, someone who lived with a married couple and you know that was a pill i had to swallow of like oh people process and communicate things differently but 
as the married couple I was live with was having a fight and one was <laughs> may or not have been wielding a suitcase and, and threatening to leave. I, my re- instinct is to grab them and shove their faces together with my arms around them both because, Oh, Michael likes hugs and physical touch. So this is how we solve all problems. Let's all let's, let's squeeze literally holding <laughs> two married people together, <laughs> hugging them both saying, let's all tell each other we love each other. And yeah, so that probably sounds ridiculous and like something no human would do to someone else so uh, yeah okay uh let's do glow ups right so i think this is where i'm gonna have too many hot takes and you guys aren't gonna like it so someone else i'm red lily i love a lily hot. hot take yeah well my favorite one was we are never getting back together and i'm like just i mean this is exhausting you know like we are never getting back together like ever no her new talking and her new umph to all of the songs. Like, I've always loved We Are Never Getting Back Together. I think I also always push this on North Kids, like a lot. We sang this at North, remember? I made you guys do it. And I still really love it. And I like, it just takes me back to her like crazy one, like the video where it's like all one scene and shot all together and they're in like squirrels and it's just random and I like it. I do love that video. But I like I love the new talking part of it, and like so how the, she's the like. Talking part. You guys yeah. don't like the talking parts, but I, think, I like the talking part. The big, uh, the like decrescendo thing into the talking part where the music just like fades to nothing. The room, like that sounds off to me, and then the talking sounds worse. But overall, twenty two and never getting back together are the ones where like the younger voice and the no, I guess I poppier vocals. Uh, they were I, I miss yes. Them. I agree. Uh, I also think 22 was better. No, they but were written. I know by you guys don't like it. 22 year old Taylor, and they were meant to be sang by 22 year old Taylor. I love that she's going back. I like. I love that she's going back and redoing it. I just think, and I think that she knows that she's never really going to get that. I don't. I, I. I don't know. I just. I don't like him as much. I don't like him as much. I know, but I see this is where my hot take was. I like them both more. But I think it's because it adds, like, an age to these, like, very angsty songs that she wrote. Or, like, young songs that she wrote. And I really liked that. Like, it seemed more, like, it it just seemed more, like, full. I don't know if that's the right word. But, like, more. Like, she had, like, more perspective when she was saying these things compared to when she was 22 and she was just like, I'm 22, you know? I do. I guess that's how I feel, like, at the age of 27. And I'm like, oh, remember when I turned 22 and this was my song and now I'm 27? Like, that's disappointing. I do, too. There needs to be a song for, you know, 27. Bo Burnham made one for 30. I can't wait to rip that one. Um, I'm not ready for 30. But anyway, that's why I said... that I, I like them. Okay, yeah. I will do my last one that I added to this list is I really thought the state of Greece acoustic was really good. And I don't the know. The drums why. are different. Amen. Oh wait, the acoustic, never mind. Oh um, I liked the oh, yeah, okay. sorry, mine is about the red not acoustic. But okay. <laughs> See, hot I, taste. I have, okay, I you have, guys take over. Mine Say the real like, thing. 
cold take cop outs. Uh, so when we talked about Red, I think the original yeah, Red is- Taylor podcast, I said it was all no skips for me outside of the bonus tracks. Unless I'm sad and don't want to listen to Sad, Beautiful, Tragic, the only song I would skip was Girl at Home. And that one seems like the one where she most consciously, it's still probably like bottom few of my f- songs on the album, but in terms of glow up, biggest progress just by putting it through a generic 2021 pop music machine and seeing what came out on the back end it is actually listenable and i don't skip it and meg shaking her head i wholeheartedly disagree with that girl at home is you actually girl at like home was girl original at home? no girl at home was terrible and it's still terrible she did not yeah, make it better she made it worse oh i think it got no, better it got way better I, okay no, it did no. get better All right, then the other one I wrote was Better Man because it's actually sung by Taylor Swift this time. I didn't realize that was the same case for Baby. They're all cop out. And then where the mature voice actually works and makes a strong song stronger, I think, is Holy Ground. There's some harder drums, I think. But that one isn't the wild most, I don't know, it's not as noticeably different as like Girl at Home, but I think the mature voice helps. And I I know Meg likes that one. Love, Love Holy Ground. Yeah. I don't think it's Holy Ground wasn't in. I really like I love I I think you're right. The more mature voice makes the song better, but I had other songs where I feel like were higher than that one. Yeah. Um I had Such come as? back I had come back be here. Love it. I don't like that one. like the guitar riffs coming out of the chorus into the second verse how she changed that a little bit i like the emphasis that she put on lyrics like i told myself not to get attached if i had known uh what i know now the way she said taxi cabs and busy streets um the stronger electric guitar riffs in the chorus i really like um the fact that she the fact that she has her own backup harmonies um like it's her own voice rather than somebody else's voice there. Um, I, I feel like in harmonies overall, she let like the featured dudes be louder. Oh, last time also jumped up for me. Like the the pre-chorus yeah. gallops a little more. There's like a yeah. cooler guitar and strings and the Gary Lightbody's voice is louder. Yeah. No, that's a song that I really don't like. <laughs> that one. I, it's also bottom tier for me, but I think it got better. Yeah. Sorry, Meg. Uh, Keep going. No, you're good. Um, my last thing about Come Back Be Here was at the end when she, I love her low register. I, that's why I feel like I loved Folklore and Evermore so much because she really like leaned into her lower register. And I feel like that, like the end of that song is, is really good for that. 
Um, I also had Everything Has Changed because, yes, I love Ed Sheeran. And I feel like that of the two songs that they wrote for this album, this one is superior because Run was not very good. Because um, I feel like nothing has changed between the two songs. Yeah, I thought they were the same. But what do you I, mean, like, Megan? No, that's just because you like Ed Sheeran, which you could have put him on your favorite collaborator. That's good to go. Okay, so like at the very beginning when he says good to go, I love like it's yeah. so good. So, um, but that's obviously uh, that and it stays the stay, way stay she with says that. it's so fun. But those, those are both obviously candid, like studio moments. Ed saying, You get to go, and they put it in, and then it's stay, 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 yeah, stay. She like, laughs at the end and says, That's so fun. Two candid studio moments. And I think it's just hilarious she, that they like well, acted them re- out again for this. I, but I like that. Like, I like that she yeah, wanted I'm not to keep it. I'm smiling. The, <laughs> I'm saying I like it's that fun. she wanted it's to just, keep the integrity of the original song. I love the yeah, way that I she know. says, Green eyes and freckles in your smile. She like said that a little bit differently. The you in uh know you better is so much clearer it sounds so much more mature she doesn't have like that like h sound at the beginning of the like hi wish i could know you better like in the original it's very clear it says i um she ed's background vocals in the first free in the first pre-chorus that was not in the original and i really liked that um their harmonies together in the second chorus sound really good taylor's falsetto and the after the bridge sounds so good um I really loved that one, but I also love that song to begin with. Um, it's a great song. That's I think that's the third best song on the album. Oh, so good. My number two is the moment I knew um, for glow ups because I did not like this song on like Wait, the original. Really? That's my I second favorite song on the album. After I didn't well. like it because what? I just felt like she sounded mm. so young. Like, I mean, mm. she sounds young because she is like 21 when she's recording this album, but like, it just sounded very, I don't know. It's just like, it was really clear that she was like trying to you lean into the twang and make She's a, too young. No. Like the patriarchy. Just listen, just Welcome listen. to the club. Hey, Michael, the club. will you stop speaking over women? Okay, let me mansplain to you why mansplaining is bad. Because um, women are great, and I love you both. Makes you uh, me double birds. Meg, that's not very ladylike. Just remember that I'll make more money than both of you soon. I have so many things yeah. to say. Anyways, I think like, that in the original, she was leaning too much into the country twang when she was trying to go pop, and that's why I don't think I liked it. I feel like if it was on Speak Now, I would have liked it more. But... I love this song now. I think that it sounds so good. I think that the more mature voice makes it better. Um, it doesn't sound like this little girl like complaining about her sucky boyfriend. It's much more mo- like mature moment of realization that she got really screwed over. And she just, I just want to give her a hug. I just want to give her a hug. Yeah, that I love that song so much. I It sounded a little off to me, honestly, in the newer one. The wall of sound and the... Like it's like I feel like her voice was higher at some parts in the new one. I don't know, but uh, my number one glow up. up, My number one glow up was State of Grace. I loved the new drums. Um, I I love State of Grace. Yeah.
I get that. Those, those, yeah, that's just a great song. And the drums are good. The one that was noticeable just like off the rip of starting it, cause you know how we're, we're human beings. We don't always listen to all of the songs, like the beginning of songs specifically in an order of a CD. Like, do you guys have songs that will end and you start singing another song from because it was on a burn CD where like yeah. a, a different song by a different band would start playing. But like yeah. when when Stay 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 started playing on the new one, like the beginning sounded noticeably different to me. Like I think the like the melody is higher, the xylophone or ukulele or whatever those drum things are. That yeah. one sounded the most off, but I think it's inconsequential and I still like that song. But okay, uh so in the award also I like the original all too well. I'll just say that if uh, yeah. we're in this space. I feel like I didn't listen to that to it that much. Like I like the original version better. Obviously we get so much from the 10 minute. Like I have so many drives that are transformed where it's a 10 minute drive. I'm just listening to this song. But if I was going to mm -hmm. pick one of the three versions we now have, the first one I think is still the the goat. That being said, what's our favorite glow up? Was there any common ground among us? I would go State of Grace. Lily liked the acoustic version. I think that's a really good pick. Meg liked it. Yeah, I would I would do State of Grace I, for sure. I concur. This is, you know, it's all for the sake of me having something to read off at the end. But Girl, you, Girl at Home, I think, made the most progress. It's a worse song than every other one we mentioned. I can't, that's I just can't my... That, I can't believe that she did that. I mean, I'm just a man. I'm like, but... I'm, I'm mad at her. I'm almost as mad at her of about girl at home as i am about me and i freaking okay. hate me yeah you really don't like me so i don't hate but i think it's a bad song okay oh yeah speaking of it worst song award award somehow not girl at home somehow it's ronin for me it's not ronin it's girl at home it's absolutely Lily, girl at home. you get to decide who gets the worst song award uh I don't know. I Your choices not... are Ronin or Girl at Home. I guess. Or Sad, Ronin. Beautiful, Tragic. Yes, but, okay. that was what I was going to vote. I, okay, I'm in on that. Worst song in sad, a beautiful, upset tragic. goes to Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. <laughs> Huge upset. That one is uh, like, I skip it every time. It's just right, like, uh, well, yeah. It's not, it's not good. It's not her best work. Like, And I feel like there it's are other songs It's also just has no time to play. Well, and uh, I yeah. think that she has other songs with a similar message that, or like similar beat and are better. Like, I just, yeah. I don't love she it. Has, she has sad songs that sound good. And this is a sad song that just sounds sad. Yeah. So while and we're here, And there's no though, time that you want to ever play that. Like, when did you decide, like, I just want to be sad and sad. And, and beautiful and tragic. <laughs> yeah. She no. does get you in the she gets you in the second quarter. It's like, but you're beautiful. Oh, but now we're going tragic. Yeah, it's not. Right. No, it just yeah. it gets a big L in my book. All right, so then uh, fave right, song uh, is it still all too well? Should, you guys... I think we should do fave song last. Okay, that's just me though. That's fine. It just feels uh, like so we should end on some collaborators. But collaborators. Meg, I only did the people it featured. And I That's only I, evaluated based on how I, I felt like they were singing in the song. I have some producers and some features. So I didn't write anything, and I was going to say how I love that she's with The National, and I've always loved Jack Antonoff picks. And then I Wikipedia'd while we were doing this, and sure enough, on this Red Taylor's version, the first time I see Jack Antonoff is next to uh, the message in a bottle, which is 
No, he didn't do Message in a Bottle. No, his name's on there. His name's I, on there was, I thought that was Max Martin and Shellback. No, Message in a Bottle. Oh, you're right. I'm looking above it. It's Babe right above it. I read the line, he but did. dang, I'd be so pumped if he did that. Yeah, he was on Babe, and he was on All Too Well 10-Minute Version and Forever Winter, which I love. And Meg's holding a Jack Antonoff ornament up while I have my Jack Antonoff glasses up. In my in my notes, this is what I, I... I love Jack Antonoff. I love everything that he's done with Taylor. I love everything he's done with Lord, with... And with um, Bruce Springsteen. Chicks, with Bruce Springsteen. I love Bleachers. Um, they're probably one of my favorite bands. I This is what I have written down in my notes. Jack Antonoff is my number one most important best collaborator. Jack Antonoff could literally punch me in the face and I would say thank you. He produced All Too Well 10-Minute <laughs> Version, which is the best song on the album. Imagine if they would have worked together Man, on this the first time around. you just said we should save it. So sorry. I'm just, I told you I was just reading from my notes. I just okay. love how much that she trusted him to do this, like that song. The fact that she trusted Jack with the 10-Minute Version of All Too Well, it makes so much sense. And obviously he did it right. It means so much to like, the, it means so much to her. It means so much to the fans. And that just, I, I just love him. I just love him. I do Go too. Jack Antonoff. Big fan. Yep. I have a fun fact of Jack Antonoff from his Wikipedia page. That he's, win- does it say anything about him winning the list wars, best Taylor Swift red collaborator award? Cause he's not, about to. Not yet, but we can edit that. We in can so edit sure. it. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're a doctor. You're credible. You're a peer reviewed journalist. Um, his younger sister died. Oh, wow. Lily, when she was 13 to... of brain cancer. And, but, oh, but that went event, to Ronan real quick. That event had a That's profound it. effect on Jack who has said, my whole career has been revisiting that through a different lens. So that made him who he is today and made him win list wars. Even though I literally had no idea who he was <laughs> until I started this podcast. So there's that. Um, uh, I would vote for Ed Sheeran because I just love Ed Sheeran. And because he has a he's new on song named Merry Christmas. And it's really good. And Ed Sheeran just deserves so much for... Well, I guess Taylor really helped Ed Sheeran. and. I do think it it says a lot that he that she brought him on this tour where like when red like he was the opener for yeah and I know and he killed it and he did his little stomp beat pad which he still does and it's the banger I love it (laughs) he did did that before he did that before Taylor he did that in I know but I know but I just no, he did it when he was 14. He said on the Today Show, watch the Today Whoa, Show. Oh, get wrecked, Meg. But this Whatever. is the first time. You know what I mean. The first time I, first just time think... I ever heard Ed Sheeran was opening for Taylor Swift at the really? Red concert. I yeah, don't really awesome. know when I learned about Ed Sheeran, but I just, this is just a quick shout out to Ed Sheeran. His new album was just amazing. <laughs> we should do something on that. Who's I listening? probably know more about Ed Sheeran's new album than Taylor Swift's new album. It's just a banger. You can Wait. you can run to it, which is really he, all I do. Nowadays. Did he run out of math symbols? Did he use a clever one like factorial or less than it's or equal equals. to? It's, it's equal. equals. Oh, what's he going to do next? I'm so excited. I hope it's factorial. I just, oh I don't know. I, oh my gosh, Meg doesn't like it? That's not, no, 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 no. That's all I was going to say. I love Ed Sheeran. I love Ed Sheeran. I have loved Ed Sheeran since I was 16 years old. I know. I feel like you got me into Ed Sheeran. But 
I don't think Equals is better than Divide. I think Divide uh, is okay, literally listen. his best album. And I, like, when he first released Bad Habits, I was like, okay, like, this is, you know, like, whatever. They all do the thing where they release, like, the poppy fun song, whatever, first. And it all, as if you hear my thoughts on that on the first Taylor Swift podcast. But I felt like there were more songs that I didn't like on this album than any other one. Not that Did I... Did you say there's a that, song called Bad Habits? Yes. When Michael, I was in seventh grade and had a terrible electric guitar. Well, I was electric guitar, but I just couldn't play it. And Nick Lipowich had a drum set in his basement. Our first song we wrote or that we never finished writing was called Bad Habits. And it was like picking your nose and chewing with your mouth open. But I will say, oh. Lily, to your point about Ed. No. That's disgusting, Michael. <laughs> I didn't process that until that, afterwards. I was called Bad Habits. Anyways. So Do you have point, really, somewhere? I think, I think you should just share. You should. I think it's... What? I think the lyrics, you see share. a lot of Ed's influence in Taylor after Red, which I think makes him very important because he's very experimental in like the genres that he does, who he collaborates with. Um, and like obviously right after this, you get 1989, which was like life-changing for her. Then you go to Reputation, and which me. is yeah, which then you get to Reputation where she really does a lot of that experiment experimenting. She brings him back and does like this weird rap song with her with him in future. Um, but yeah, I think that he's I I like him a lot as a person. Me too. As an artist. Collaborator award. Any I other mean, nominees? Or is it I just also a had I mean, I also had Max Martin and Shellback because they were like they were the ones that did We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. I Knew You Were Trouble in 22, which were the last three songs that she put on the album. And like there's absolutely a before and after in Taylor Swift's um, career. And it's like before the beat drop on I Knew You Were Trouble and <laughs> after the beat drop on I Knew You Were Trouble. And I feel like that's really important. But he, they also did Message in a Bottle. That was the first song that they did together. Um and oh no way! I also have Aaron Dressner on here because he did Better Man, Nothing New. I bet you'll think about me and run, and I really like that a lot, a lot as well. Also, I knew you were trouble. Like that song is so uh, whelming, or I guess even underwhelming. It's just like I feel like that was a song that was really cool that I was really excited about, and like. I don't know. It's lost all its oomph, and I feel like a lot of it was the novelty at the time. It's yeah, still a banger, I agree. but I, I yeah, think it was like none of us mentioned those it. those three songs. I mean, I think even going back to the fact that I like the originals better, I think I do like the originals better because they were so different than anything that she had done, and that was really like her stepping into one taking over the music industry, but two like all of what's to come after this like oh i thought it was gonna be my heart well yeah but i already loved her yeah and yeah so definitely a pop superstar stepping stone on each of those songs okay so uh but it's unanimous jack antonoff who literally just met (laughs) he wins the collaborator of the year award again the disclaimer to all of my picks is i am a busy med student 
Oh, we can do a best ornament award. Is it Meg's, Jack Antonoff, Apple, or it's a Michael's? Tomato. It's a tomato. Oh, it's a tomato. Or, or Michael's... Michael's Taylor Swift Christmas. No, my gu oh. my guitar. Wait, Taylor Swift Christmas. Isn't that what it is? The Taylor Swift your ornament is like the. It's a guitar. guitar. It's Taylor Swift guitar. Yeah, and it plays it plays Sparks Fly when you press the button. Oh, I didn't know about that. that. I I've sent you both videos of it. You guys yeah, need to I watch know. my it's stories. See, no, I send them in video no. in text. So that way they're permanent. You can access them right now. If it was on my story, you would not. I it can't would never access exist. it right now because I'm recording it's, on my phone. Stories like a Schrodinger's cat situation where it's like, did that happen or did it not? What's a dream? Um, you know, sacred prayer. I remember it all too well. And yeah. Okay. So my ornament wins. I think the last category is favorite song. And I think Meg already spoiled it. <laughs> yeah. But I, have other, I have, I have two others written down that I would like to talk about, but all right, go my is favorite it, song is it the moment is... I knew. Oh, Michael. No. Okay, I'm just gonna say overall, my top three is still the same. Of all too well, moment I knew, come back, be here. But you can tell yours too. Lily, you go. I don't feel strongly about come back, be here. I'm a little bit. I love come back, be here. I don't feel that way. Oh, Max has got to be holy ground up there too. That's a great song. But keep going, Pia. Uh, so I put red. Red's good. I like that one's like identical to me. I guess the guitar sounds different later on, but that's one yeah. where it sounded pretty identical. Yeah, but I still think it's the the category was faith songs overall. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that's a criticism. I just one. think it, no, really, you are criticizing me. I feel no, criticized. No, not at all. I just think I'm it's kidding. funny to examine like did these actually change or not? Because like obviously you don't want them to. Um. But. Well, yeah, because then I put twenty two. So. But you guys have already voted down 22, but I still think 22 is high. No, no. we. I said it wasn't a glow up. 22 is still in my top five favorite songs on the album. Okay, it's still yeah. good. It just isn't better than the original. Right. So my I'm top excited. songs are All Too Welcome Minute Version, Red, and 22. I like it. Mine is obviously All Too Well 10-Minute Version. Um, Holy Ground is my number two because... It's just such a spiritual experience, and I. Oh, that's a great descriptor. I I feel love like that's that how song. Meg describes Holy Ground every time she talks about it. It's a because it experience. is. It is a spiritual experience. <laughs> she does and every like, time. The more the more Meg, mature voice for consistency. <laughs> the more mature voice and the power that she has in that song. Ugh, I just it's so good. I loved it a lot. Um, and then my number three is State of Grace because a lot of different reasons. I think that track mm -hmm. ones are really important on any album, but specifically Taylor Swift's albums. And I think it says a lot about like what the artist wants you to pay attention to. And I think it could also um, like set the mood slash the vibe for the rest of the album. I mean, she does this in a couple different ways, like ready for it on reputation introduces us like to like the whole vibe right it can also the lover is the weirdest one to me i forgot that you existed that's the weirdest home track okay but, but sorry to interrupt keep going so so it can like introduce you to a vibe it can also like put you into a new setting or a new context like welcome to new york does on 1989 
she doesn't do anything without a reason, right? Like we know that Taylor is very intentional in everything. Like there's this, you can see the same thing. Like why did she start her self-titled album with Tim McGraw? Because it was not only her lead single, but like she knew that it would capture the attention of a country artist, like a country audience by naming somebody iconic as Tim McGraw. Fearless obviously starts with fearless because it's the name of the album, but it also captures like, and because the essence she's fearless and because she's fearless, but it also capture, captures the essence of the album. Like when I think of like fearless as an album, I like most always go to go back to fearless as like the song too. Um, speak now, like with mine, it's like catchy. It fun, it's fun. It draws you in. Um, and I think, state of grace to lead off red is such an incredible choice especially in 2012 because it's not country it's a little rock it's a little pop it's a little it's indie. a U2 song it's a, yeah but it's like it it's the lead of the album and this she's just being like hey this is different i'm changing it up here's how i'm gonna do it and it's just a killer song like it's the the lyrics hit so hard it's such a car bop it's like all this like car whole Bitfire romance, like nowhere near perfect, but like pretty imperfectly painful. It's like that is the vibe oh. of the album. Like this whole the whole song is about how this relationship, when you're in it, felt fine, but when you're out of it, you realize how bad it was, right? And like at its core, and she she has said this before that Red is like her really only breakup album, right? And it's all like those crazy intense emotions. Like it's literally like. Red is the original Death by a Thousand Cuts where it fe- you feel everything in that moment, like all all of the like you're trying to reconcile all of these different good and bad emotions. And like, that's what State of Grace is. And I just really love that. Like, this is the this is the song that she chooses to open the album to. I also just really love that song. I would also but I will say my favorite track run one for Taylor is Folklore, the one because starting an album with. I'm oh, doing so good. good. I'm on some new shit is just chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Yeah, I agree that that one makes <laughs> the most sense to me. I still like, I forgot that you existed. I just am surprised it's number one. <laughs> Meg just doesn't like any of those bops. She thinks they're, I don't Meg's think got that great they're hair bad. Right now. I don't yeah, think they're does bad. Look, look at how bad my hair is. You I don't think you, Lily. you gotta, you're wearing a Taylor Swift turtleneck. The only song that I think is bad on Red is Girl at Home and Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. Those are the only two songs that I would say are bad. I See, I wouldn't even call Sad, Beautiful, Tragic bad. It's just sometimes I don't want to listen to it. But yeah, we're in the same vein. But not Ronan. She didn't put Ronan there. I don't because even think Ronan's, Ronan's a bad song. not a song. bad song. I just it's don't a- want to listen Ronan- to it because I don't want to cry. Yeah. yeah, Ronan's kind of a great song. Same with like, I can't listen to Never Grow Up. That one makes me oh. cry. But it's okay. We've, we've oh, been I haven't listened to that in a while. I should go back the, and listen to that. Michael, I have an song, idea. Though, yeah? Sorry, you go ahead and say your best song. And oh, I'll say it, my idea. I know what, Meg, I'll say what you're going to say. And it's I want and circle back. To- no, 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 let me tell you. Let me mansplain what you're going to say. It's As soon as you guys are <laughs> talking about Ed Sheeran albums, we should do an album or an episode that's just uh, math symbols. That should be a List Wars episode for ranking math symbols. Like divide because it was hilarious to me hearing meg say i don't think equals is as good as divide but if you were not talking about albums and just talking about (laughs) symbols that'd be a hilarious conversation to me but now what were you actually gonna say i want to do i want you to do a series on the podcast where you look at each 
of Taylor's albums and you do the top five songs in each album. So like you would have a Taylor Swift episode, you would have a um, Fearless episode, you would have a Red episode, Speak Now, you know, you get what I mean? Because the album, like we did the albums and I think like my albums have changed since then, but like I also like looking at the songs. Yeah, we should talk more about songs. I think you should do that. Okay. Anyways, trying what's to your think favorite of song? a wild twist to throw on. Okay, uh, my the best song award goes to. It's got to be the ten minute version of All Too Well no. for picking Correct. one from this album. Correct. It's destroyed. It's destroyed the earth. I mean. Oh my god. It's... All right. Like there's no I other. Yeah. Uh, almost no, unceremoniously. I mean, yeah, you could listen to it over and over. It's so good. And it I really do. is listen so good. It. Oh, I love the earrings. I forgot. I, I've never seen those. Yeah. I appreciate it now, though. Okay, any other uh, awards or ideas of, of things we need to give out, bestow to this album? Let me look up my notes, make sure I didn't miss anything. All five pages of them. Yeah. Uh, best title. Best title of a song. Probably All Too Well still. That's a dumb idea, Michael. I Why still think All that? Too Well. I also, um, I think I would throw in, um, oh, God, what was I going to say? Oh, come back, be here. I would throw that in. I, I was going to say in, that too. I would throw I in nothing new. Um, yeah, I like those ones. Yeah. Oh, uh, I had another edit. I have zero edits. I remembered, but I can't remember the thing that made me think it because I noticed in Girl at Home. Oh, maybe this is just how it's written on the internet. I thought there was some inconsistent prepositional capitalization because my understanding, Meg, is that you don't capitalize prepositions in a title. But I thought I saw it in Message in a Bottle. Maybe that's just Spotify. So we won't pin that on her. All right. Ready for me to read off all our award winners tonight? Yes. Yes. All right. This will. This is our wrap-up summary of the 2021 Taylor Swift Red Awards and our favorites, the uh, the best, we should be definitive here, the best lyrics from the 10-minute version of All Too Well are, all's well that ends well, but I'm in a new hell every time you double-cross my mind. The best vault song is the uh, kind of technicality, All Too Well 10-minute version. It's going to be a big sweep for that one. And the best short film moment was when we pan out and see that little bit of red scarf on our boy in the window as the snow drifts down on it. The biggest glow up, I guess I'm surprised that this made it, but it's so good. State of Grace, Collaborator, Shuin, Jack. Um, the worst song, Huge Upset, Sad, Beautiful, Tragic, taking the worst song title, congratulations. And the best song, No Surprises Here, the 10-minute version of All Too Well. Oh, and best co-hosts, and oh, it just says best women in general, goes to <laughs> Megan McCormick and Liliana Suarez. Way, yeah, give a round of applause for them right there. Oh my gosh. Highest, wait, highest paid future doctor. This just in. Also <laughs> goes Suarez. to Liliana Suarez. Oh my doubt God. it. Doubt it. Wow. Since I can't take your tonsils out of it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> doctor, doctor who. Future doctor. Future doctor uh, with the most generously given weekends at her lake house to Michael Moran comes in Liliana Suarez. Oh I don't my have God. a lake house. Thanks for inviting me preemptively before oh, purchasing. Before I get my lake house. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to um, buy a beach house. 
I turn to my oh, friends yeah. who are in a band who are like playing with, you know, the Black Keys and Nathaniel, you know, friend, people who are on this show, AJ and Mike. Um, and this was years ago. I was like, I don't, I don't care. But whenever you get big, if you're just, if you're ever in a room with Taylor or have access to that, just tell me where I need to be. You don't have to get me in there. I'll break the law. Just tell me where I got to be and, and put me in the room. That's all I want. That's all I ask. All right, Michael. I don't All think right. I'll ever take care uh, of Taylor Swift. But, but there is a chance that Tiger King ends up at Duke Hospital. The Tiger King? Is he? I thought he was in jail. He's in jail, but he has cancer. And now he's apparently Aww. at the Butner Jail, which when people, because that's like the biggest medical prison in the Southeast. And it's like 40 minutes from here. So when people don't do well at the biggest medical jail, they come to Duke Hospital. Gotcha. All right. Well. T's and P's for Tiger King, and I forget his real name. Joe I don't Exotic. know. I've never watched. That's not it. his real Joe name. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. That's it. Okay. Um, but I didn't make a game because I figured this would be long. But now that I'm thinking about it, if we did this IRL, I would have done name that tune because I really need to beat Meg. I need to redeem myself against her. But maybe next time. Uh, I'm all really right. good, Michael. And you can't we can play anything. guess that medical acronym. All right, Lily's going to give a game to Meg and I. Whoever gets closest wins. Wait, so. I got to think of a good medical macronym. Okay, well, this one's kind of easy. T2DM. 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 Type your answer, and we'll both hit enter at the same time, Meg. Can you type it into the chat? I need to see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. That's fair. Okay, I typed it. Uh, I'm gonna go oh, ahead, okay. Meg. I think I know this one. Re ready? Oh, well then if it's Wait, speed, type two diabetes medication. No! Wait, what do you think it is, Meg? I I just think that also, it's something to do with type two di diabetes. I don't know what the M is, but. Also, we have a new award coming in here to our, our co-host, AJ Yorio. He's the best diabetic on the show. I'm sure he'll the really M is Melodus because it's the t the name of uh, it's diabetes Melodus, so it's type uh, two diabetes Melodus. AJ would got and that. And you All can right. make it even bigger, and you can do insulin dependent type two diabetes Melodus or like non insulin dependent. <laughs> Look at that! Isn't that ridiculous? Those are acronyms yes. that people read and know what they mean. So anyway. who who won, Lil? You got to pick a winner. Uh. Neither of you. You I don't get like right. because, But who's closest? Well, I feel like Michael wins because he actually put an M word in there and I didn't. Yeah, medication no is right. a good guess. I've never won the game, so I'm going to use this opportunity to close out the show because I don't get to. Hey, thanks, guys. I'm just happy to be on the show. Have a great night. Did I do good? Yeah, you did great. All right. Bye-bye. Do I say bye? Yeah, of course. Bye. Thanks for listening. Right. <laughs> Give it Great a like work, down there. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> Give it a like and follow. Where's <laughs> down there? Well, you Link know, on YouTube, Link it's like bio, the like, like is and down subscribe. there. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Links in my bio, like and subscribe to my yeah. channel. That's what happens um, when I crochet. Up. They're always like, what, like, like my crochet video. And I'm like, now nah, I'm just yeah. going to use your free crochet pattern. On Instagram, it's swipe up to like buy or swipe up to. See oh yeah, swipe up. Wait, there's I've never seen the swipe up, but I know that. I know, Wait, I'm so we done recording? Instagram stories. 
I'm on. Are we the, done I'm... recording? Uh, yeah. Is it because she ate the plant? Wait, she's still throwing up? Oh is this God. normal? SOS, Tanner. She threw up on my mask. Oh, God. <laughs> I gotta add a footnote to add this <laughs> to the end credits. <laughs> well, we need more than this. More towels, please. <laughs> the cat crashed. 33 minutes later. <laughs> We've almost started the podcast. I'm sorry. Fine. You're fine. This is great. She threw well, up. <laughs> hey, do you want to see it? Yes, no, obviously. No, I do I'm not. not I absolutely do not. No, I want to show us. Megan, close her eyes. It's not really. It's just her eyes, her choice. <laughs>